You're listening to the Molly's Place Podcast. Welcome to the Molly's Place Podcast. Tonight we've got a special guest, Mr. David Nesdow. Stops in with all his Van Halen gear, and we talk about the new guitar that I just picked up, just like I did the other night with Mr. Johnny Bean. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show. All right, guys, we want to welcome you to the Mully's Place podcast this morning. Today, I've got a special guest with me today. His name is Mr. David Nesdow. And uh, Dave, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm a guitar player, uh, singer. Uh, in a couple bands here in New York, and that's kind of how I make my living. But it is hard to make a living playing music, so uh, I give lessons and I, you know, I I do other things as well. I build guitars, uh, as you can see behind me. These striped guitars are are guitars that I build. And for uh, people I, that are listening, I have to the a partner audio, that helps. For the people that are listening to the audio version of this, he's got a lot of guitars on the wall behind him. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have a few guitars, and I have I actually have a lot more than that. But uh, you know, I only have limited wall space, so <laughs> th- those are the ones I keep on the wall. And then I, you know, I actually I could show you. Guitars are infinite. Whole, wall space. There's a whole fine. row of guitars there, and uh, I have guitars in a in a bedroom as well. I've got guitars everywhere. Yeah, uh, a few different yeah. friends' houses. I have. Uh, a couple of guitars. My father lives in in North Carolina, so I have a couple of guitars there for when I go there. Um, it's fun. It's good stuff. But uh, that's what I do. I, I play in local bars and and clubs, and and uh, I do these hangouts with uh, with Johnny Bean and uh, and Rob Johnson, and sometimes Chris Hubbard, and sometimes Mr. Jim Mullins. Well, yes, sir. Uh, you know, we we. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing this stuff and, you know, we have a lot of fun talking about Eddie Van Halen and, and guitars and just gear, geek out gear and in, in general. Right. Um, uh, uh, we've got somebody, uh, center. O is saying, good Lord. That is a lot of guitars. You must be single. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am single. I am single. And, uh, if for any reason there are any women watching this at all, which I doubt, and, uh, you know, I have other interests other than guitars. But so uh, I, I got to ask, man, how, how many guitars do you have? 53 at the moment. 53. And I have three. I have three builds that I'm going to that are going to happen by the end of summer. OK, so out of these 53 guitars, how many of those are Van Halen related? Just a rough uh, about guess. about 30. Maybe, okay. uh, well, yeah, third, between 30 and 35 of them. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and so I have, out, I have out, a couple, out. I have a couple that are not Van Halen related that do have Floyd roses on them. And then the mm-hmm. rest are strats, tellies and Les Pauls and some, some Gretsch guitars and, uh, you know, a couple hollow bodies, one acoustic, you know, I've, I've got a bunch of stuff. Okay. Out of all these guitars that you have, are there one or two that you, uh, you think uh, these guys are probably my favorites. Well, my, well, my Les Paul is my favorite guitar to play uh, without a Floyd Rose on it. A, a 1959 sunburst Les Paul that still has a lot of, uh, a lot of color on it, which mm. is pretty ridiculous. 
my uh, my two favorite guitars on the wall are the uh, the white EVH um, Wolfgang guitar right directly behind me on the bottom, and my fifty one fifty guitar. Those are my two absolute favorite guitars to play all the time. And the uh, for the people looking at that, the fifty one fifty is up and to the left of that white one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, everyone that plays that play those two guitars, uh, there are something magical about those two. I mean, every one of those guitars. If I had to, if I had to play just the one of any of those guitars for the rest of my life, I'd be happy. Really, they're all amazing. They're all like dream guitars, mm. uh, and they all—they all—they're all very super resonant. They're all—they stay in tune really well. They all sound great. I've—I've I've matched pickups with Woods. So to my ears, in my opinion, they sound great. The only one I'm not crazy about, which isn't on the wall, is my uh, my Circles Unchained guitar that, that I made. I, I put a, a Duncan 78 in that, but my, the body is uh, is Northern Ash. So it's a it's a, a very uh, bright wood, but it's a bright pickup as well. So it's a, a little mm, harsh. So it comes off as a Christmas tree, huh? Nice and yeah, shiny. Yeah, so it's pretty shiny. Yeah, it's it's almost like a it's it, it's like you want to you know you want to hold on tight, but um, I, I'm not in any rush to change that pickup out because it's not a guitar I use every day. It's not even a guitar I use every week. So it's just you know it's it's there. If I decide to ever change it out, I'll change it out. But uh, yeah, yeah, really the uh, the the white guitar and the fifty one fifty are my two favorites. The uh, Flame Top, Wolfgang as well, uh, is super, super good. I guess a close second to the white one. Uh, okay, and for the people something, watching... Something about that white one. For the people watching, that's the one directly to the left of him. Yeah. Or, well, to the, to the left of the white one. The, 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 yes. the, brown, the brown one. <clears throat> Just yeah. to the left. Yeah, it's like a... It's a, it's a natural colored light brown. Uh, it's, they're both super guitars, but the white one, it just, it speaks to me. Well, you know, Dave, as a, you know, Van Halen nut myself, you know, just looking at that wall makes me drool and well, looking, well, looking at the, and just and off to the side there, I can see your tellies and I can see some other Van Halen related guitars down there to your left, to your right, my left. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But what I don't notice is any Van Halen amplification in the back. Not in this room. In my bedroom, I have a uh, I have a uh, uh, an EVH gear, fifty one fifty three fifty watt head, and two uh, EVH two twelve cabinets. <laughs> uh, I I use that in the room because it it it's it's it has a great bedroom volume. Whereas the all these combo amps here, they're they're either off or they're loud. Right. They're gigging amps. They're they're not you know, they're not amps that uh, you know you can really get a great sound low. They're they're they have to breathe. Uh, Dave, um, can I ask? Um, are are you living in are you living in an apartment or a house? It's a house. Uh, it's set up like an apartment, but it's a house. It, the reason I say it's set up like an apartment is because I have a tenant upstairs and, and the downstairs is exactly the same as the upstairs, 
but it's a big house. It's like two separate apartments in a house, but I own it. So okay. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm I'm assuming the upstairs person doesn't mind the guitar noise. <clears throat> no, he's he's a, a young guy. He's hardly ever home, and when he's home, he does like rock and roll. So, uh, I also have a roommate who is uh, a very accomplished guitar player, and and he's got a uh, he's got two ba- two bands. He's got a, a, a like a classic rock cover band that does weddings and then he's got a, a country band that's uh now didn't, all original didn't, they, didn't that country band just open for somebody uh somebody famous the other night oh they opened for leanne rhymes okay and uh their set was unbelievable it was great it was great and leanne leanne uh, spoke nothing but great stuff about them so it was very cool and leanne is actually what a wonderful human being i i got to meet her and got to talk to her for about 15 or 20 minutes and she just like gave me all of her time it was it was so cool yeah just great nice person. nice nice okay well i'm gonna head over here to the uh to the comments section real quick uh center o says he's addicted to esp guitars cannot complain about that cool um he nope. says he does have one gibson uh ty naka says that he's uh, getting into build learning to build guitars uh, it's a great craft and uh, he he asked, "What are your favorite woods to use?" But now we don't know who he's addressing on that. Uh, so go ahead, Dave. Any favorite woods to use on guitars? It depends on on what uh, what type of uh, sound I'm going for, what type of artist I'm trying to emulate. If we're talking about Van Halen, uh, especially early Van Halen, there are two different woods that I like to use. I, if I'm going for that that mid '80s like Kramer sound, it's going to be a, a poplar body. And uh, I do like a JB or a 59 uh, Duncan in that body. Uh, if I'm going for even earlier sounds like the 70s, late 70s to early 80s, it's going to be a Northern Ash. It's a heavier, it's going to be a heavier guitar somewhere in the nine to 10 pound range. Uh, because it's a, it's a bit brighter of a body, I'm going I'm to want to use something like the, uh, the Frankenstein pickup. Uh, by Fender or or a Wolfgang pickup because they just they they, they have a, a bit more low end to them so it it evens out. Um, yeah, I have I've got. But if I'm you know if I'm going if I'm going for like that classic rock sound, I, there's nothing like a Les Paul Strat or a Telecaster. And if I'm playing a Tele, it's got to be a, a, an Ash body, Maple neck. If I'm playing a Stratocaster, I do prefer with a rosewood fretboard like a steve ray vaughn type thing mm-hmm. uh, and of course Les paul is mahogany with a maple t- maple top okay well my frankenstein that i have here um you you actually i'm uh, you probably saw johnny beans hang out when we were talking about it but you, oh yeah you, I, I, we you were weren't in, too, you weren't in, in a room it. with us um uh she's uh oh, she's right here this is my this one's mine right here. And uh, this is a swamp ash body from Warmoth uh, with the bird's eye maple neck. I did not have any relicking done on the neck because I wanted to do that myself. And it's a gorgeous bird's eye. So I don't want to, didn't want to mess it up um, with the Ernie ball Mully man logo on the head. Gotta love that. Along with the turtle um, little, uh, you know, I was telling, I was telling Johnny bean that, uh, Probably you guys look down on me a little bit when you see this because it's not perfect. Um, like, oh, look at that cheap garbage. Um, 
<laughs> but my no, I'll finish your story and then I'll tell you. It's not accurate. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not Chris, or not Chris, um, uh, Rob. But uh, the Floyd is actually a music man. Um, I yeah. did that on purpose. Uh, I can see cause, that because the Eddie the Eddie connection with Music Man. Um, obviously, there's a D tune on it that was never on the Frankenstein. Um, my front pickup does work. It's a custom wound uh, uh, pickup by Mean Street Guitars, and it's controlled with a push pull on the volume pot. Um, on the back, I did not get the reflectors because I just didn't want them snagging on my clothes or you know possibly whatever. And it does have the Frankenstein neck plate that says Frankie on it. An actual Frankenstein. Yes. Yeah, that's the uh, Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, I had I had that I had that made. You know, you know what? Um, it's easier this way. I've got a spare one actually. Um, when the guy sent me the proof, um, I said, "Oh Jesus, make two of them." Uh, so I've got an extra one. So yeah, I've got one that I keep here. Um, it's got the Van Halen stripes yeah, so behind him. Nice. So, yeah, it's a it's a nice little touch for this thing, you know. Um, so yeah, um, that's that's my Frankenstein, and this to, uh, this is the this is the EVH Frankenstein pickup in here. Mm-hmm. Non relic. Very cool. And no no signature on the bottom of it. So that is that. Very cool. I love that guitar. Now, I'll tell you, uh, we don't look down upon you, and I'll tell you why. Because there are two ways you can go with that. You can go all out, you know, copying every last thing like some of us do, and that's fine and dandy. But the the fact that you you did it more like the way Eddie would have done it himself, just any old way. Yeah, it's a kind of a tribute, not exact, but that's what he would have done. Right. He never no two guitars are alike. Well, and and the other the no other two, thing I was no thinking, two of his guitars. The other thing that I was thinking is this isn't Eddie's guitar. This one's mine. I have to be comfortable playing with it. Yeah, you know. Sure, absolutely. Um, I agree. And and the touch the touch of the neck pickup actually working that's amazing because now you can record with it. Yeah, and and it's and <laughs> you know, you can and I was I was a little skeptical because it's you know uh, the guy at Mean Street makes them himself. But it sounds really good. Um, so very, very happy with that. Uh, over here, Danny Spencer says, Mully, I'm thinking of a Warmoth build. How much did that run you? Probably way less than Fender Parts. And how do you think they compare? Okay, well, my namesake here on YouTube is Warmoth Strat. Um, and I love Warmoth. Uh, my, my, I made my first Warmoth about six or seven years ago. Uh, I, the way I've always described a Warmoth, if you do it right, is you've got a Fender custom shop grade guitar at an off the shelf price. Um, just high quality parts and, you know, the parts are up to you, you know, like you get the pickups you want, you get, you know, I mean, you can even get down to the solder that you use. The solder that I use in here actually has silver mixed into it. Um, so this, uh, my my main guitar is a white warmer strat and oh that's what I want to tell you before Dave because you were talking about the uh uh the ash bodies um uh, my my main guitar the white warmer strat I'm sorry it's downstairs um I saw a photo of it earlier though okay 
that is a black Karina body and it's really? and it's chambered um so people out there don't know what chambered is that's where they how would you explain that dave they like cut well it's uh cut it's, sections it's weight of relief correct it's the sections there are sections within the body that are cut out uh if you if had if it had f holes it would be semi hollow but since the top there's a top on it with no f holes it's called chambered so, you know, by looking at it, it looks like a regular solid body guitar, but it's actually chambered and it gives it a little bit more of a semi-hollow body sound. Um, it's got its own, it's got its own qualities and its own, its all, own uh, 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 musical tendency. I, it, that's the best, that I, best way I can describe it. It's not quite a hollow body. It's not quite a, a semi-hollow body. It's it's somewhere between a semi hollow and a solid body. Yeah, it's a great sound. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, I was a little afraid of feedback, uh, but nothing. It doesn't feedback at all. No, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it at all because there's no f hole. There's no holes on the top. So we've got the. Uh, it's a black Karina body with a black Karina top. It's got the Alpine white paint job with the natural taped off binding. Um, it's a Fender American Standard Bridge with a DiMarzio Tone Zone S in the uh, bridge pickup position. And then the center and front are Van Zant Blues. I love um, those pickups. I have a buddy with those pickups in one of his guitars. They're yeah, great. those are nice. Uh, the neck is uh, uh, Flame Maple with a ebony fingerboard. And the ebony fingerboard actually has some figuring in it. And that's what sold it to me because it was just, it looks like flames. Um, it doesn't anymore because the dirt's kind of mixed in. It's kind of browned it a little bit. Um, but it used to be really bright yellow, and it looked like flames going up the neck. Um, it's got shaler locking tuners. Uh, it's just got a, a regular, uh, uh, what's the material they use for the nut? Um, Micarta? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, it's got the vintage white pearl pick guard. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the uh, the silver laced uh, solder that I used on that, uh, just plain five way switch, um, no, nothing special going on there. Uh, the back of the neck is uh, really flamed. It's got a lot of stripes on it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really gorgeous neck. And uh, the the first one that I built was a cherry burst. Uh, that was, a. Oh, I want to say it was an alder back with a maple top, uh, with a nice cherry burst finish on it. I had a, it had a triple a bird's eye neck on it, uh, with the Wolfgang shape on the back. Um, it had a Wilkinson tremolo. I ended up selling, anyway, I ended up selling that one, but I'll never go back to buying guitars off the shelf again, other than these like music man or Wolfgang, something special, right? If I, if I'm going to go for yeah. a Strat or a Telly or a Les Paul, I'm going Warmoth hundred percent. Right. Um, Can no I interrupt way. you for one second? Yeah, sure. You know, it's funny cause you had said it's got a plain old five-way switch mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know this, but back in the fifties and sixties, they were only three-way switches. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, maybe I'm sure you knew, but maybe some people don't know that. So there's really nothing. There's, it's not that it's nothing special because uh, in, back then, in order for you to, to 
find those two middle positions, you actually had to find it. And it was, <laughs> right. They were not notched out. That You had to actually feel for it and listen because they, they weren't notched out where it would click into that spot. So, mm. um, you know, the, the, that's actually the special version, the five-way switch. Right. Uh, uh, sorry, Danny Spencer, you know, the biggest part of your question I did not answer. Uh, how much did it cost me? <laughs> um, my white one, my main guitar, which is downstairs, I would say shipping everything, maybe about twelve hundred dollars. Um, that's parts, everything. The uh, and that's shipping from America to Japan, and that shipping's about a hundred bucks, so about eleven hundred dollars for the guitar, all said and done. Uh, this this one, the the Frankenstein, I want to say it was. 1600 but i had to pay oh i want to say i paid six or seven hundred dollars for the paint job yeah that those things are very the paint jobs themselves are very they're, they're labor intensive so uh and i know that because i do it it takes it's not something you can do in a day mm. it's uh on a good day a good summer day where it's it's not too wet out it's kind of dry out you can uh, you can paint white, uh, and then get, you know stripe it up and put a few coats of red on, but it you know then you got to let it dry for a, at least a day mm. before putting more coats of red on, and you got to make them really thin coats. If you start putting you know heavy coats on, it's going to end up being the wrong color red. It's going to be too dark, uh, and it's going to drip. You really have to take your time with them, uh, and between each between each section, once you put the white on and then you put the red on and take the, the stripes off, you then have to compound to get a lot of the edges off the stripes, so that you don't you, you're going to feel the edges, but you, you you shouldn't feel a you know a ton of edges. It's just kind of feel smooth, but you'll feel feel the the edges. Mm. Yeah, um, there's a, there's a lot to do with it. There's a lot there's a lot of stuff to do with it, and it's 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 a lot of labor. So that's why people charge that much money when they do that, or when they did that, because they're not supposed to be doing it anymore. Well, this one this one was made. This one was uh, was painted up at Mean Mean Street Guitars um, before the powers that be got to him. Um, yes, and I had I had had a couple fifty one fifties made by him in the past. And I was never completely satisfied with them only because of the neck shape. And actually one of the guitars is one that I sent him. And I just, I was just never happy with, with the, with the neck shape. So when I was doing this one, I, I messaged, and I said, Mitchell, you know, you know, I'm a past customer. I've done this, you know, a couple of times. Would you mind if I send you a body and a neck? Would you just paint, would you paint the stuff up for me and put the logo on the headstock and all that? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. And I said, I'll, you know, I'll pay, I'll pay the full guitar price if you want me to. And he, he just charged me for the painting and, you know, what he was doing. So, uh, yeah, it worked out really well. And then, you know, it was, wasn't long after that that he stopped doing it. So um, I want to thank yeah. Mitchell. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just want to be clear. Um, I don't think anyone's going to get harassed if you're building your, your own guitar and you paint, you stripe it up. As long as you're not building it to sell or to make a profit on, uh, you can build it for yourself and keep it. You can paint it for yourself and keep it. There's really nothing anyone can do about that. Um, 
But when you go to start I mean, making I profits have, off I of have it. these, right? I, I'll never sell them, but they're mine and I love them. And, and you know, I, I believe that the people that get, have a hard time with the fact that people do these striping jobs, they know about my, my, uh, my wall and well, maybe not the wall, but they know about my collection. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's not hard. You know, Wolfgang is on, is on the internet all the time. I'm all over the internet. These guitars are all over the internet behind me. I, or you see me playing them. Uh, and, and Eddie's wife is always on the internet. So I would imagine that uh that eddie knows okay he's got to know uh so kai naka is uh, saying i like natural wood with either high gloss or natural satin finish uh my necks are satin finished uh center o is asking how are the fret edges on the warmoth neck you know they tell you that they they just put them in and then you're supposed to have them dressed but i've built like five warmoth so far and i've never had to have the edges dressed i mean they're they're fine the way they are um the neck shape both of these are a fender C shape, the thin C shape. Um, but you know, if you go to Warmest homepage, they have so many, so many different neck shape, uh, the 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 neck neck backs. Mm. So you know, a lot to choose from. Yeah. Now, David. Yes. The reason that we congregated today. Oh yes, this is the moment we've been waiting for. I'm so excited for you, by the way. I I, I get I, just about as excited when my friends uh, get something new as when I get it because I, I I just I love I love new stuff. I love when people I love seeing the surprise on people's faces and I love the smiles. It's just it's great. So take it away. Yeah, I'm me too. I'm I'm the same way. I love my. Uh, my the guitarist in my band, he just bought a PRS this past weekend. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Okay, well, uh, where should I start, Dave? Should I start? How about with, pick it up and pick it up and show it? <coughs> All right, and then talk about it. Okay, well, here it is. Chun chun chun. It's beautiful. This is okay, uh, Dave. I'm going to put myself in the spotlight here, so. Uh, so it stays on. Please do. Okay, so uh, this is the uh, the Music Man uh, Axis EX, uh, Japan made. You can see there's a little bit of discoloration here on the fingerboard, but you know, guitar. It's over 20 years old. You can't really complain about that. Um, the Axis EX is basically the Japanese version of the EVH, the Van Halen Music Man. Uh, they've got the switch in the correct spot. Uh, what I found when I was researching this is, well, let me show you another one real quick. I've got another one here. Uh, this is a, these are the wildly popular, the maple top versions. Um, these are a, a basswood back with a maple top. Um, again, exactly like the, the Van Halen Music Man. Now this one's got a nice uh, uh, bird's eye neck on it, fingerboard. Um, but the, I, I think I honestly think that the only difference between these and the EVH is it doesn't have his signature on the top of the head. That's right. And uh, just so that people know, the the prototype ones that Eddie was using back in the early '90s, they also didn't have the signature on the head. So that's right. what makes these as cool. They they actually look more like Eddie's than the actual uh, guitar. 
the normal guitar does. Yeah, so here we go. This is the, uh, now what I found when I was researching this, um, I remember the uh, PV Wolfgangs, the solid colored ones, the specials, were all basswood. They didn't have the maple top underneath. And personally, I thought they sounded crap. Um, so I was a little concerned when I saw this. I said, oh man, is that going to be all basswood? So I started looking around. Turns out that these are alder bodies. And I was like, oh, well, that's that's a good good enough reason to have because it'll be different than that one. Uh, Johnny Bean was saying last night that this looked like it has a matte finish on it, but it doesn't. It is extremely shiny. Can you see that? Yeah, sure, I can. Yeah. Um, and the back, there's not a scratch on it. There's no buckle rash. Um, it's just, it's in pristine condition for as old as it is. Like I said, there's some discoloration on the neck, you know, on the fingerboard. But other than that, I mean. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Ty Naka is saying, do these have push-pull knobs? No, they don't. Um, the switch is here. Um, P90 pickups? No, these are custom. Uh, they're, well, basically DiMarzio's, right, Dave? Yes, those are DiMarzio's. Uh if you want to get uh, really, uh, basically what they are is the the bridge pickup is and the neck pickup is an Air Norton. I'm weren't allowed to say that, but that's what they were. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I couldn't be happier. That's so cool. Um, I wish I had an app up here, but I don't. Um, I'm in Japan. <laughs> and if anybody's wondering what that means, can you see this window here? Yeah, I sure can. Would you like to see my neighbor's house? I'd love to. Oh. Well, all I, all I see is bright. Right. Yeah. Can you see? You can see the, the roof right there, right? Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. See the window? Yep. Well, I can see. Yeah, now you that you see, point at you it, see I the can frame, see. Wow, right? that's really close. Yeah, yeah. Can you touch? If you open your window, can you touch that? Oh, yeah. I can step right over onto their roof. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Um, actually, yeah, no bands playing at my house. Um, the, uh, <coughs> I had an air conditioner put in right there, right there above me here. Uh -huh. I had an air conditioner put in about two weeks ago. And uh, when they got here, the the fan part of it has to be down on the first floor. I'm up. I'm above the carport. Um, so it's huh. the car, car. My wife's car is parked underneath me here. Um, oh, and in an earthquake, this room shakes. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's the, the front corner has like has a pole, and that's it. It's open on both sides. Um, that's so, a scary. Yeah, you get this thing going. Uh, so when they put the air conditioner. You better learn how to dance. You're right. So uh, when they put the air conditioner in, the fan has to go down on the, on the ground. And so the guy couldn't like fit between the house and the the two houses so he had to get on their roof to to do the the installation part up here that's amazing yeah so yeah i don't i don't really i don't crank it up in here 
No, I would imagine not. And I'm pretty sure that's their bedroom, that window. Wow. Not that I've huh. seen anything. <laughs> or that you would want to. The, wife, the wife's pretty hot. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, um, Dave, I'm so happy with this guitar. Um, just, you know, I, 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 it's it's more than I expected. Because, you know, when I was looking at the pictures, I was like, yeah, that looks really nice and blah, blah, blah. And it gets here and I was like, oh, my God, it really is nice. I mean, like the there's no cracks along the binding edges, no scratches, zero buckle rash. Um, there are a couple little dents uh, right here behind behind the Floyd. Yeah. I've, and you know what that's from? Yeah. What is that from? Well, it's for from one or two things. When when whoever owned that before you, when they were changing strings, the uh, Allen key, uh, either either from the Allen key hitting it or from the claw underneath those locking screws, uh, like when you uh, when you no. tighten uh -huh. those fine tuners all the way, when they go all the way down, that little claw, that little silver claw, under here, will make. Yep. That little silver nope. claw will make marks in the wood. Th these are right here. Oh, okay. Well, then they're probably they're probably from the Allen key. Uh, you know, if you don't put the Allen key all the way and you start turning it, it'll fall right out and it'll ding that. It'll ding the top. Mm. So you know, there's a couple little dents there. Nothing major. Um, nothing to complain about. There's one little one little nick right here. I see you can can hardly even see it, right? Yeah, I can't see it yeah. from here. Yeah, it's 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 great. Um that you know, I'm just I'm just trying to be picky. <laughs> well, that's good. If if that's if that's you being picky, then you're easy to please. Yeah, very happy with this. Very happy with this. Uh, I had a question. Um I asked Johnny to ask you guys, but I guess he had forgotten. Um do the Music Man fit in the new Wolfgang case? Um, you know what? I can try it right now because I have a Wolfgang case on my on my uh, sofa that's right behind me. Okay, you do that, and I'll and I'll and I'll hit the comments. The reason why I have that is because it stops the dog from going onto the couch. Okay, uh, Centero, what is your favorite guitar now? My oh, my favorite guitar is my Warmoth Strat. Um, there. It's going to take a lot to, to to beat that one out. Um, I love all of these guitars, but my Warmoth is is my favorite. Uh, Johnny Bean looks amazing. He likes it a lot. Please don't stripe it. Yeah, you know, John, I've thought about that a lot last night. Um, the stripe the striping's not going to happen. Def the striping will definitely not happen. I may still do that binding in black, um, but you know, most likely not. Um, that because that's going to take more effort than I actually have. To put into it um uh let's see uh ty knock out if you don't mind asking how much did you pay for it um actually for this one for the white one uh i got this on yahoo auction just got it the night before last and this was i'm gonna do an easy conversion here in u.s dollars it was about 780 dollars so I can't complain about that. Um, what what what's the verdict, Dave? It does not. It just misses. It doesn't fit. Okay. The body, the uh, the diameter of the body here 
is too is too wide for it to fit in that case. Oh, really? Yep. It's wider than the Wolfgang, huh? Interesting. Yeah, because the the Wolfgang is oblong, where it's even on the it's even on both sides here. It's oblong on one side, uh, on a Wolfgang, and it fits. It'll fit in the case. Oh, that's right. It's like this. Is it? It's like this, isn't it? Yes. That's right. Correct. That's right. Correct. That's right. And you know, another thing I need to remember is that Eddie's a small guy and those guitars look bigger than they actually are. They certainly are. Uh, he is, he's, he's about five foot five. Well, you've seen him. You've, you've yeah. spoken to him. Yeah. Yeah. Correct? yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he, he's a tiny little fella. So, um, uh, you know, when you see him on stage with the music man, it looks like a regular size guitar. And then when you see me on stage with it, it looks like I'm playing a ukulele. Same here. You know, same here. If I'm, you know, it, this guitar looks very small on me. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm up on. But oddly enough, oddly enough, a, uh, a Wolfgang looks a little bit bigger on me. Okay. Just a little bit. So I think when I get up, I, you know what I need to learn how to do? I need to do the tiptoe through the tulips. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just showed my age there. No, probably half the young people in here aren't going to get that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ty says can't see any scuff marks. No, you really can't. Um, like I said, it's, it's me trying to trying to find things, and there, there's there's nothing there. There's nothing there to re, you know write home about. Um, it, it's in immaculate condition. My if, if I could change anything on this, it would just be the neck. Really? What's you, what's what's with the neck? Okay. Well, here's the thing. And you know this is this is just pure snobbery, Dave. It really is. But you know, you go on Ernie Ball's website, and you know, you know, I actually got a picture last night off the web. I'm going to show this to you. Um, please, God, let it be in here. Yeah, it is. Okay, so you go onto Ernie Ball's website, and you see a neck like this, right? Okay. Now see see all the fig see yep. all the figuring in that neck. Sure. Why aren't they all like that? Well, uh, you know, you're not paying any more for it. Uh, well, well, all I'm going to tell you is be happy that it, they aren't like that. Yes, they're prettier. Hold it. And they're gorgeous. I know where you're going with this because I, I'm a professional billiards player. Cues. So you so you have a nice pool cue? Yeah, 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 yeah. None of my guitars cost as much as my, my pool cue. <laughs> what do you have? What 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 name brands do you have? Uh my, my main cue is a James White. It's custom made. Uh he's he's out of wow. he's out of um uh Pittsburgh. Um he was uh, I don't know if you've ever there's a uh custom cue maker, Paul Motti. Um I used to play with his cues and this guy Started working with Paul Motti, and I was going to order a cue, and I asked Paul, I said, you know, how's this guy's cues? And he says, oh, you should try them. So I ordered one, and I love it. Um, I've got uh, uh, that. I've, I've got another Paul Motti. I've got a Tim Scruggs. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, you know, I'm aware of the birds I break and stuff like that. So is that where you were heading with that? Well, I, I was I was heading with they they never end up staying straight. Always have they 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 always do things that are just not good. But this one, not Dave, good at all. You know, 
this one, Dave, is like surprisingly plain. I mean, this looks like, I mean, there is nothing on here. There's there's not even one bird's eye. Nothing. It's okay. There's really a there's, okay. There's a little bit of a knot. That that guitar will be playable for its whole life. That's true. This thing is, I mean, is straight as an arrow. Um oh, Johnny Bean's leaving. All right, John. Well, thanks for watching, buddy. It was nice see, seeing you there. Um take it easy, Johnny. Yeah, I just I just like the look of it. You know, yeah, I, I get that. I do too. I think everyone in the world likes the look of it until their, you know, until their two thousand dollar guitar uh, no longer plays, and then they have to get a five hundred dollar fret job for it. Well, and and I'm going to be totally honest with you right off the bat here. I don't play half as well as you guys do. Um, this guitar stuff is just more hobby for me than anything. I mean, I'm in a band. Okay, this this is what I've always said, and I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this, but ri the rhythm guitarist, the reason he's a rhythm guitarist because he can't play solos. I'm the rhythm guitar player, <laughs> so um, I'm the I'm the rhythm guitarist lead vocal. Well, that's cool. Now, now my uh, I'm going to give you my rebuttal to that. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all. Anyone, you know, to play a solo is great. Playing solos is fun. It's great. But after about five minutes of it, it gets really boring. To play, to be, to be an ensemble guitar player, which means you're playing with your band, not against your band, and you're playing rhythm guitar and you're playing great rhythm guitar. It's an accompaniment to yourself. You can't sing over a guitar solo. You can sing over the accompaniment. That's more important. It's it's more important to the band to have a good rhythm guitar player than it is to have a good a good solo player. Um, okay, and, and, I, I'll agree. And with I'm that. probably gonna I'm probably gonna catch hell for what I'm about to say. <laughs> but uh, uh, Nirvana, what's his name? Uh, oh God, I can't even remember. Dave Nesdal is about to get ready to get cut off of here. <laughs> well, he. He was a great, horrible solo guitar player. And I'm not crazy about that music, but his rhythm playing in a three, in a, in a trio was fantastic. You know, it, it's, it, it's a major part of it, you know? Mm. So, I mean, Van Halen basically is a trio. Eddie Van Halen's uh, rhythm playing is amazing. Oh it's, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. better than his, it's better and more interesting than his soloing. Yeah, you know, he 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 never he never gets the just credit for his for his uh his rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. And him him and Alex, the combination of those two together, like they're they've got a they've got a they they, play they, off they've each got other. a timing that's not normal. Yeah, I agree. And and it really doesn't matter, and I'm gonna catch hell for this, but it doesn't right. matter who's gonna play bass in that band. Because right. normally in a band, the bass player and drummer are what drives the band. But in that band, it's the drummer and the guitar player because they are one. Yeah. They're, 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 they're so tight together that, uh, and I, Mike, Mike Anthony is a fantastic bass player. I've gotten, I, I love the way he plays bass. 
Wolfgang is a fantastic bass player, but honestly, in Van Halen, a monkey can play bass. Dave, I got a story for you. Um, when we were in Tokyo watching them, we were we were uh, in the sound check, and uh, you know, I think probably on every tour they've ever done, they do "You Really Got Me." They go into a song in the middle, and then they come back. Well, we're watching we're watching the sound check, blah blah blah. Uh, Eddie, you know, when they finished whatever they were doing, Eddie yells over to Alex. He says, "What song are we doing?" And you really got me tonight. And Alex, I can't, I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember what song he said it was. Uh, but he says, "You know, we're going to play blah blah blah." And Eddie said, "But that rhythm doesn't match." And Alex said, "It will tonight." And they didn't practice it. They didn't do anything. And I'm when in, when they came out on stage and when when they started playing that, I was ready. I was like, okay, now I'm going to see them mess up. You know, I, I'm going to they're going to be human. I'm going to see an error. Smooth, yeah. smooth I mean, as butter. Like you would have thought that perfect. They, you would have thought they had practiced it a billion times. I there. I mean, I couldn't even tell. I knew what they were doing, and I couldn't even tell. Right. Right. Uh, uh, Perfect uh, segue to that is is back in, I want to say, 92 when they put Cabo Wabo in the middle of Really, really Got Me and it worked mm-hmm. perfectly. <laughs> it was totally the different drum speed. It was different drum speed and different drum pattern. It came off like it was supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. They're, they're true professionals. Uh, Center O yeah. saying, look, looking at, look at players like James Hetfield. Oh, Hetfield's one of my all-time favorite guitarists. Um, Absolutely, I, I'm not a great Metallica fan, but the, but the musicianship in that band, li, listen, I, I'm, it's just a little too hard for me. Okay, I'm a, I think I'm a little old. I'm a little older than you, and I'm allowed to have that comment. How how old are you, Dave? <laughs> I'm 46. I'm 48. All right, well, I look a little older than you, so <laughs> I'm allowed to have that comment. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I was just yeah. thinking. But, oh mean, my, they're, oh my they're god! Fantastic. He, I was like, oh my god! He 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 takes on Kurt Cobain and strikes Metallica. What kind of person is this? <laughs> uh, listen, I don't, I don't really like, I don't like Nirvana either. But what they, what they did as a trio, <clears throat> they they single handedly, pretty much single handedly killed, you know, eighties um, rock, hair metal, yeah, eighties rock. And I hate using the word hair metal because I mean, yeah. I was a, I was, I was one of those guys, and there's no such thing anymore. But yeah. I, I was one of those guys. You know, Warren D. Martini was in my top six guitar players. Dave, how old? How him. old were you? How old were you when you started losing your hair? Twenty three, twenty two, or twenty three. Oh wow, you were young. And before that, I had hair down my back. You know, I looked like meatloaf. <laughs> did did it did it did it just start falling out or? Um, it just just on the top, like it, it start you know it, it, yeah it started falling off, uh, falling out like towards the back and the top, and then you, you know, it got to the point where I had I had the uh, the skirted egg with the tail. Right. I looked like it looked like it looked like uh, Davy Crockett's hat. Okay. I, I soon after that said you know what. I'm going to start a trend because this does not look attractive. So I just started shaving my head uh-huh. and, and, it, and it caught up, it caught up with me. So their head. 
Nice. Now, now, do you still shave it or? Yeah, I shave. I shave it like every other day because I'll oh, okay. still get the I'll get the salt and pepper on the sides, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I don't like that. Mm. Just don't like it. Now, personally, myself, I've never been so vain. Like, if and I'm I'm, I'm not saying you. Uh, if my hair was to start falling out, I don't really think I'd care. <laughs> just uh I don't, well, I don't think it would, I don't, I'll, I don't think, I don't think it would bother you. me. Well, you're married and you have you have a beautiful <laughs> wife that loves you no matter what. But in the dating pool, when you have that, no one's going to look at you. But but you know what, Dave? I'm 450 pounds and I don't think that stops me. Well, I'm also I'm I'm not quite as heavy as that, but I'm a heavy guy. And uh, first of all, I don't really see weight. I don't care what someone weighs. If mm. I like the person, I like the person. Uh, if I don't like you, you could be, you know, if I don't like you, a girl could be 100 pounds and five foot two and, you know, stacked. And it's not going to matter to me. Sure. It's not going to matter because, you know, you have to be a nice person. Right. Uh, so I don't really, as long as you're healthy and, and you're happy with you, I'm happy with you the way you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I've never had a complex about my weight. It's 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 never stopped me from like you know trying to date women or anything like that. Um, yeah. Well, know. you know, I don't see you. I don't see you as as you know, ugly versus good looking. I mean, <laughs> you're just you're just Molly to me. You're Molly. <laughs> I'm a Molly. Good guy. Hey, Dave. I got a so I got a picture just, here. I got a picture here I think you're going to like. May I? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see here. How, do, how the hell do Absolutely. I do this? Ah, here we go. You ready? Yeah. There we go. Wow. Can you see that? Look at you with all that hair. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, that's me on the right, obviously, over yes. here. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sharing my screen. What the hell are you seeing here? Just you and a girl. Okay. Um. So this is me on the right. I'm probably and a bottle of ketchup. Uh, yeah, I'm probably about oh, 19, 18. Um, the girls that I'm sitting with, you know her. She looks very familiar. And uh, just give me a second. Let me see if I can place her. I know she's some sort of movie star. Yeah, yeah. Or I can't remember who it is. I don't remember what movie she's in. Well, she was, uh, she was at that time here, she's about 15 years old, um, 15 or 16 okay. years old. She was a student of my mother's. And my mom, my mom was a dance teacher. And right. uh, my mom taught tap, ballet, and jazz, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she had a school in Cincinnati. Uh, some of her students went on to do great things. Uh, she had students in Cats, 42nd Street, shows at uh, Disney here in Japan, uh, Disney. Um, uh-huh. This girl this girl that you're looking at here is a 15-year-old Carmen Electra. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's Carmen Electra. She was, yeah, her name's Tara Patrick. Um, that's That's back when she had a great smile. Yeah, right, and 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 her real boobs. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, so um, 
Yeah, I grew up with her. Now I wish, you know, I could stand here and be, yeah, I hit that. I didn't. Um, we were just we were just friends, you know, we knew each other through I don't think many people did back then. No. <laughs> she was yeah, she's always been a little a bit loose. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's putting it really nicely, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um but you know, but you know, <laughs> I, I can't say anything bad about her. She was she was, you know. I just just grew up with her. Um, cool. Yeah. So, um, what were we talking about before? Oh, so the hair thing. Um, yeah. You know, when I came to Japan, I had to cut my hair off, and uh, I went like just a normal cut one time. You know, like a guy going to work cut. I guess a business cut or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's not that's not really me. Um. So that's when I went to the, to just, you know, shaving it down. Um, I usually cut, I cut, I cut, I usually, I cut, I keep this at about 12 millimeters. Um, and I do it myself. That's that's like a, that's like a three, that's like a three, a three clip. Yeah. I I do it myself. You know, I got a shaver downstairs. I do mine myself too. Absolutely. So now that I wear glasses, I can actually shave my, my goatee and cut it and make it look straight. (laughs) Actually, my my hair and my beard are the same length. <laughs> and I hate to admit this, but the, the beard and the hair was because of Eddie Van Halen during the balance years. That's right. That, that's that's right. when I started. That's when I grew my goatee and I've had it ever since. Very cool. And uh, Mrs. Mully won't very let me cool. cut it. Well, I don't blame her. It's it's probably very cuddly. Yeah. And soft. Well, Dave, um, I guess that's about it, right? For you know, for well for the for, I guess for the podcast part of it. Is there anything else? Yeah. Well, congratulations on your new guitar. Use it in good health. Thank you, man. Uh just play it, man. Just just Play all those cool guitars. I, I I love the pink one too. The the top on the pink one is beautiful. Yeah, and it it sounds good too. Uh, and and I'll I'll also say, uh, please keep an eye out for another white one like yours, and let me know when when uh, if and when one comes up because I would be very interested in buying. One. Well, there's actually one up there right now, um, but it's the the pickups have been changed to bare knuckles with the silver covers. And I don't know why, but the person removed the uh, the the Floyd nut and replaced it with this ugly plastic monstrosity. I mean, it's really wide. Ugh. It's real nasty looking. And no. uh, there's some cracking along the, the binding. So, yeah. It's about $100 cheaper than this one, but I wouldn't – it wasn't worth the – Yeah, well, I'll take – you know, any color would be cool, but um, something more, you know uh, – as long as it's all original like yours, I don't care if it's if it's in a little less uh, if it's a little less clean or a little more whatever it doesn't matter. But it's got to have a Floyd and all the pieces on it and whatever color is there. I, uh, even picky, even the maple tops. Well, I mean, I have this one, so I don't really need another one. Okay. Uh, is, unless you can find me a maple top, a green maple top one. Is that an uh, EX? Green maple top one. No, this is a real. This is a real okay. music man. Okay. Is, uh, well, not that yours isn't, but this is a real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Man. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, and uh, this one I, I bought at the Music Zoo mm-hmm. here in New York. 
and I paid $2,500 for it. And I thought I stole it at that price. Right. Um, but you know, your guitar to me is exactly the same guitar as this at a fraction of the price. Why wouldn't I want one? Uh, it's exactly the same guitar. Uh, the pink one. Well, other than the wood, other than the, 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 the uh, choice of wood, even the white one, it's really the same. It's it'll sound different, but it's the same guitar as this. Yeah. Same construction. Uh, the neck is going to feel the same. You might even have the uh, the little divot behind the fourth fret, like all these as well, on that guitar. You, it, you can you'll probably just feel a little like a little bit. Um, it's on the treble side on the back. And it's uh, it's where Eddie's fifty one fifty guitar had a little bit of wear, so you can actually probably yeah. I've always wondered about. I just thought that was an imperfection. That's that's the that's part of the digital. It's, it's right here. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can feel it. Uh, I and that's I, that's how you know that it that it's that it's a leftover part of the Eddie Van Halen guitars I, because the Axis guitars. The, the regular Axis guitars don't have that. Dude, that, that, dude, that's sick. I had no idea. I hadn't, it's just a yeah. little divot right here. Yeah, it's under the. It's exactly a tiny little divot. Yeah, it's just at the, between, just about the fourth and fifth fret. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I always thought that was just an imperfection. Nope. Shit, now I got, now I got to wonder. <laughs> now see if it's on your white one as well. Yeah, right. See if it's on your white one as well. And if it is, then that is also a, an old Eddie Van Halen neck. And it's going to be in the same spot. Uh, you know what, Dave? This one feels like it's been sanded. Okay. Um, yeah, there is. Yeah, you can see where it was. Yeah. Uh, you can see like a, a leftover, like that little round. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah, because that's exactly the same spot. Wow, that's nuts. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> well, now you know that, that that those are absolutely leftover parts from the old Lady Van Halen guitars. That's, you know, that's one thing I've said about, you know, joining you guys in the Hangouts. I've told people, you know, I met this group of guys. I said, they're into Van Halen as much as I am, and they... And I hate to admit it, but they know even more than I do. Um, Jesus Christ, man, that's that's sick. I love that. That's very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, so, sorry, Dave, I was kind of paying attention, looking for it for. What what happened to it? What caused that? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I think just just wear and tear. I think I think you know just the way Eddie plays. I think it was just worn away. And uh, when they when they did the digital uh, photos of Eddie's fifty one fifty guitar, you know that's how they made the the, the Music Man guitars because it's all, you know, it was digitized, so it's exactly huh. the the fifty one fifty neck. Interesting. Very yeah. Very interesting. <sighs> so when you play when you play these guitars. You know exactly what his fifty-one fifty guitar felt like yeah. because it was this. Sure, sure, sure. It was sure. absolutely this. You know, I was just talking to somebody this morning about these guitars, and I said, you know, just the various 
companies he's been with the past, you know, Music Man, then PV, then then now Fender. Um, I I still stand by that the Music Man are the highest quality of all of them. And and I feel like this is what he played. He did he didn't play he did he he doesn't play those Mexicans. They 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 do something to his guitars. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, absolutely. But every brand, every brand that he's been with, uh, you know the purple, the purple uh Wolf Wolfgang archtop that he had back in '98 that he used all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I played that guitar, played his guitar. I hung out with him for a week when they were in New York, uh, before they went to Australia. And um that guitar was with him. It was in his it was in his hotel room. He had that guitar with him. And I was I, I he let me play that guitar. It was a religious experience. That guitar was way different. And at the time I owned four different the, mm. they're all, all the American ones, all you know, the arch top ones. And and when I played it, as I was talking to him, I'm playing his guitar and I'm like, Ed, man, I own I own a quite a few of your guitars and none of them feel like this and he's like it's impossible dave it's impossible there i should be able to go into the store and play my guitar and i said and this is after he had said well you know come hang out with me and and the band for the rest of the week you right know, be you know i was basically his shadow i did i was his gopher i did everything he wanted i was his personal assistant for a whole week so i so i said ed would you mind if i brought one of my guitars for you to play or for you to just look at tomorrow. And he was like, absolutely bring, I want you to bring a few of them because I want to, I want to feel the differences. And when he put them in his hands, he was aggravated. He was pissed. He was like, this is, they should not feel any different than what I have. It should feel exactly like this. And I, and I said, I I said, you know, very kindly and nicely. I'm like, you're Eddie Van Halen. No one is giving you an off the shelf guitar. I don't care what you may think or what you expect they're building your guitars and triple triple checking or quadruple checking your guitars. Yeah. They're not doing that with everyone else. And well, not, not to mention to. not to mention his tech is setting him his up for him too. Yeah, well I mean I set my own guitars up and and I set them up very much like he does. I build guitars. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I set them up with all very low action. Everything everything is intonated perfectly. Um and they, and because I've played his guitars, I know how his action is, and they're it is super low. It is as low as you can go. They're they're all slightly different because every guitar is going to be different. They're as as low as they can go without buzzing through an amplifier. They do buzz acoustic. They do buzz acoustically, but through an amplifier, you don't hear the buzz. Yeah, that's the one thing I noticed so when I, I played that striped Wolfgang in Tokyo. I was like, Jesus Christ, how do you get your strings this low? Yeah, it's it, it's it, it just you know that's the way it is, and if it buzzes acoustically, it's okay as long as you don't hear it through an amplifier. Mm. Uh, you know what, uh, Dave? I was... A lot of people. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, a lot a lot of people, uh, beginners and intermediates, they don't realize that, and and uh, quite often they don't believe you when you say, "Listen, it's okay for a guitar to buzz. It's a Stratocaster. They buzz." Mm-hmm. They think that there should be no of no noise other than the note that's being picked. Right. And you know, it's just an oscillated string. It's it's a, a string that's vibrating at, on metal and wood. It's mm-hmm. gonna buzz. 
Right. And, and quite frankly, as long as it doesn't buzz through the amplifier, it's good. That's the way it should be. But a lot of people, they don't want to hear that. So they play with high action and, and get either discouraged or they think that that's the way it should be. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, you know, I've, and, I've, and I've as, said it, as, I've said it a know, billion they times. Learn, I've said it a billion times that, you know, a lot of people, beginners, a lot of them quit because the guitar is just not set up well enough. Right. I agree. I agree. But what were you just about to say? Oh, before, before well, I, go ahead and continue because mine's a mine's kind of a, a veer in a different direction. Uh, so go ahead, whatever you. That's okay. I'm done. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm absolutely done. Okay, I was going to send mail to uh, Ernie Ball with some questions, uh, some questions that I would like to uh, get answers to and maybe put in video form or into a podcast. Um. But maybe, I, you know, you guys seem to know a, a lot of your stuff. So I'm going to ask you guys first. I'll ask you first. Okay. And then, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll send mail to Ernie Ball and see what they say. <clears throat> if, if I drop my guitar and break my neck, pop the head off, whatever, I've heard uh, because they don't want their, their stuff in after, uh, aftermarket, uh, that you have to send the guitar back to them to have the neck or pickups or whatever changed. So if you were to break a neck, do you have to send the guitar back? That's question number one. Do you want me to answer answer it as you ask, or do you sure. want to ask all the questions? Yeah, first? go ahead, go well, ahead. Yeah, we'll do them one by one. If it's still that way, but when they were making these guitars, that was absolutely the case because they didn't want you putting their product on a, on a body that was not theirs. Uh, generally, you didn't have to send them the whole guitar. You had to send them the part that was broken. Uh, sometimes they asked for a photo. Sometimes they did ask for the whole guitar. Depends how, on how fishy the story was. But if you could prove that you actually have an original uh, Music Man neck that's broken, that needs to be repaired, that is, that is a a um, a warranted repair. Uh, you just have to send the neck back, and they'll send. They'll either fix it for you or send you a new one. Okay. Uh, now again, I don't know if that's still the case. Uh, I don't know if it's the case if you're not the original owner of the guitar. If it's a used guitar, I don't know if they still honor that. Mm. I think it was if you were the original owner and you had proof of of of. Uh, being the original owner, if you had the, you know, the, the receipt from the store you bought it from. Okay. I think, okay. I think once, once the guitar is used and you're the second, third, fourth owner, I think the, that warranty is void. Okay. Next question. Um, and this is, uh, this is probably something that you won't be able to answer. Mine are not American made. So if I was to break one, I don't send it back to them. I'd have to send it probably to the distributor here. Correct. Okay. That, that, that makes sense. Uh, it does make sense uh, because it's a Japanese guitar, even though it's not, the parts are not Japanese. It was assembled in Japan and you, and you bought it in Japan. I would imagine you would have to send it to the distributor in Japan and then they, they deal with it. Yeah. They, yeah. And they could even get the parts from America to fix it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. But at this point, mm. probably it won't be the same parts. It'll probably be, a regular access. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It would have to be right. 
Um, yeah. Now here, here's a question, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. I'm, I'm pretty sure the answer is going to be no. <laughs> but um, you've got, you've got, you've got an EVH signature model, and I do, if you got a few of them. Okay, so you've got the you've got your the one that you're holding in your hands right now. Let's say you drop it and you pop the head off of it, and you send it back to get a new neck put on it. It's not going to have that EVH signature on it anymore, is it? Not at all. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Why would it, right? Yeah. Well, he's not endorsing the product anymore. So, uh, and I, I believe they're not even on good terms. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to go into that. I know that story too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so you break your guitar and you send it back. You get a new neck put on it. It doesn't have the the Van Halen signature on it. But then you go to sell it somewhere down the line, and you're like, it says Axis on the head, and you're like, wait a minute, this is a Van Halen model. Do you think they would give you? Proof somehow that that's actually a Van Halen model that's had the neck repaired, or? Well, your proof is the uh, is the serial number on the neck plate, right? Uh, and there's 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 proof in the body in the body cavity, and they probably will send you a receipt saying that the neck was replaced, or or fixed or something. What it, what is the proof in the body but cavity? It definitely. It definitely will not be worth the same money as it would be. Oh, with, sure, sure, the sure. Neck. But uh, what's the what's uh, the proof in the body cavity? Now you got me curious. The there's date date stamps in the body cavity, in the in the neck pocket. Oh, okay. Actually, this one, this white one's got something written in the neck pocket. Um, I'm gonna have to pull the picture up real quick. Um. Uh, go ahead, Dave. Talk to people. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, in the neck pockets of these guitars, there's a date stamp, uh, and it'll it'll actually say that the the date that it was assembled, um, and that would be your proof. Uh, also, by eye, I mean you can you can tell which ones are are the Van Halen ones and which ones are the the later Axis guitars. Uh, the Van Halen guitars do not have the belly cut in the back. You know, like they would be more like a like a Telecaster, where it's just a straight angle like this. Yeah. Uh, all the, all of the uh, Axis guitars will have a a belly cut here, uh, and they're also brown back where these are black. Uh, and again, I mean, you know, there's ways of getting around all that. You can have it refinished. But under a black light, you can you can tell which is original and which is which is refinished. Uh, you can, but just by smelling the guitar, you can tell if it's original or not. Uh, uh, that's that's more that's more towards vintage guitars. I mean, if it smells like your like your grandmother's old mothballed closet, it's an old guitar. Right, 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 uh, right, right. You can you can kind of you can kind of uh, do the same thing with guitars like this. Because they don't smell new anymore, they you know after you know after about um, I don't know ten years or so, that new guitar smell, that new that new lacquer smell, that goes away. And if you don't really smell it, it it tends to be an older guitar. Um, other ways to tell whether it's an original or not, the best the best way is the black light. 
it, it you can definitely tell the differences. Sure. Sure. Let's see here. Uh, desktop. Let's go this here. Okay, so I've switched you over to my desktop here, Dave. Uh, present to everyone. Yeah. Come on. Okay, so if I go here, can you see that? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, this says 090541 uh -huh. on the neck, and then the body says the same thing, 090541. But ni 1990, that doesn't make sense, right? Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if it's the same. I don't know if it's the same code as as uh, the original uh, Music Man's. Well, and I tell you uh, what, Dave, I'll, and this is going to sound really strange, but I can tell that a Japanese person wrote that. Really? Yeah. By the way, they the the way they write the way he writes his fives. Uh huh. Yeah, that's totally. I mean, I, it's just there's something about it. Um, the the way they write their fives, it's always I've always noticed that. Okay. Okay. Back to normal. He. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I don't remember. I I I had this neck off of this guitar, uh, once, and it was a long time ago when I first got the guitar. Not that it was too long ago, but I don't remember what it says in in here. Mm. And I never took a photo of it, but the next time I take next string change, I'll take the neck off and and take a photo of it, and I'll, I'll let you know what it says inside. Cool. Oh, that I know for a fact that Johnny memorizes everything about every guitar that he has, and he can tell you exactly what's on the inside of his guitar. Right, right, right. Uh, right. So, yeah, and Rob definitely, you know, he's he's definitely got all that. Yeah, you know, Rob's right? good at that too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Dave, we have a request. Uh, it says, Molly, have Dave play a little on the guitar, please. Play something <laughs> well, for us, Dave. Anything you want. Uh, you can't hear anything, though. Right. Can't really hear it. We can do another one. You know, if, if people would like to hear what I sound like, just go to my YouTube channel, which is David Nesdahl. Yes, please. please and plug uh, away. I, I do play, I do play a lot, uh, a lot of Van Halen style stuff on it. Uh, and if you just if you just type my name in YouTube and you don't want to go on my channel, there's a lot of stuff of me playing live with different bands, so you can hear the different things that I do. I'm not plugged in here. It's kind of late at night, and I do have a tenant upstairs, and I, I really don't want to. Well, and out. we're on and we're on a YouTube Hangout. It's not like it's got the best sound in the world. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna compress really quick. Right. So it's not gonna sound good. There you go. <clears throat> okay. Well, well, uh, Dave, I want to thank you for uh, for uh, hanging out with me this afternoon. Now we're going to continue after this, so uh, just for a few minutes, you know, as a cool down. Sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, I'm going to do a little spiel that I do here at the end of my podcast, and then uh, we'll go. We'll do our names, and then we'll sign off from there. Okay, so uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to this edition of the Mully's Place podcast. 
Uh, as usual, if you're wanting to keep up with this via social media, you can find all links to everything, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything like that over at www.mullysplace.com. It's M-U-L-L-Y-S place.com. Uh, we'd also like to request that if you're enjoying the podcast, if you have an extra second, go on over to iTunes, leave a rating and a comment for us and help us move up that proverbial ladder. Now, we're never going to be number one, but it's better than sucking on the ground. Uh, so for this edition of the Mully's Place podcast, this is Mully. Dave. And this is Dave. Keep it between the lines. <laughs>